0: Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Telling it like it is
1: with your host,
2: Jen Charlton.
1: Good morning and welcome. It's great to be here. It's great to have you with us. And today is going to be a bit of a party. I've got a few people and it's going to be fun. And we are talking about some very important issues. But I want to start with something that I think we've lost sight of. I studied communications, and we had theories of communication. There were there were various things that we understood that, that were ways of understanding communication. So theory, the definition, is a supposition or a system of ideas intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles independent of the thing to be explained. So... A set of principles on which the practice of an activity is based. So I want to start with the premise of what is a theory. So it's to explain something. Now I want to give you the definition of conspiracy. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. So a secret plan by a group that's, that's under the, that's an assertion. It's a premise that this thing is occurring, and there are a group of people involved. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. The action of plotting or conspiring. So, there's an assumption that goes with conspiracy. So, the theory of conspiracy is this notion that there is something to be explained and It it is a collective group of people who are involved intending possibly to do harm. And the point of the theory of conspiracy is to determine whether or not that's the case. The problem is it's been abused like so much of the English language during this last three to five to seven to eight years, even back to Obama, where they have manipulated the word, the spoken word to drive what we call a narrative and to discredit people with they're a conspiracy theorist, like it's a bad thing. No. If you are in the art of the theory of conspiracy, you are trying to understand where a group of people are trying to do something harmful or unlawful or both. So we need to stop Subscribing to this notion of conspiracy theorists is a bad thing. A person who studies theory and conspiracy is actually an intellectual person who's trying to understand something that's complicated. This other thing that has been said by so many of the Democrats, including Wes Moore, that... People are election deniers. So if you're studying the theory of elections and you're studying the theory of a conspiracy to obstruct elections, interfere with elections, or otherwise dismantle elections so that your vote, my vote, doesn't count anymore, we're called election deniers. It's exactly what Trump is being charged with down in Georgia. And it's outrageous because we have the right to study the theory of elections and to understand whether they are being properly and lawfully administered. And we should not be chastised, criticized, or otherwise ostracized for that effort because we have a right to understand Were our elections proper? And if they weren't, why not and where? And who's guilty? And lock them up. It's not complicated. If I was a bookie or I was selling, God forbid, liquor without a license, they would lock me up in a New York minute. So we've been in the throes of this nastiness on defense and it's time to not be on defense. it's time to be on offense and I think we're getting there the and it's not even Democrats Republicans anymore. It's the good guys versus the bad guys. It's the globalists versus the people who want a sovereign nation okay it's not it's not as simple as Democrats versus Republicans. But there are people who are bought and paid for, and we've covered that on here. We're not going to get too much into that today. But there are definitely people in these systems of government who are bought and paid for. Now, I happen to reach out to Peter Berniger, who has been fighting the fight in Wisconsin and across the country to bring to light the theories of conspiracy insofar as election fraud is concerned. And I have him on the phone calling in from Wisconsin. So I want him. He just did a hearing in Wisconsin. I've listened to it several times. It's, it's uh, a mind-blowing reality that I want you guys to start to get because this connects the dots between U.S. and China in our elections okay so welcome to the call and welcome to the show Peter good morning
0: good morning Jen nice to meet you
1: nice to meet you and I first wanna thank you for being courageous because in the face of all the nasty um, uh, derogatory comments that we've all faced you have been on the front lines so you're getting more than some of us and I just thank you for your service to this country to try and straighten this out um, well, go ahead. I appreciate
0: that, but when um, when they attack me, uh, I actually uh, obtained more followers and more support because people realize that I'm telling the truth, um, and I provide supporting documents of of how we uh, arrived at uh, or found the truth.
1: So let's start start with you are the you lead an organization. Can you tell us about the organization and how you started it?
0: Sure. We had a uh, elderly friend of ours come to us a couple days after the November 3rd election back in 2020. And she said, uh, I went to my normal church to vote uh, in person. And they've known her all her life. And they said, well, sorry, you have already voted. So five of us got together and started working on this. It grew into, I affectionately call it Peter's Army, it grew into 2,000 volunteers. And uh, a few of us have stayed on this full-time seven days a week. Um, And the more we look, the more we find.
1: And what's the name of your organization, and where can people find you?
0: It's Election Watch. Uh, it's uh, 501c3, it's electionwatch.info, and that's our website. And there's several articles on there. uh, We try to post and keep it current, uh, and you'll find a lot of information on that website.
1: Okay, perfect. What makes you, because you've been doing auditing and so forth, which is a very complex process, what makes you an expert at that?
0: Well, I have a background. Um, I attended King's College in London for... um, Finance and I international monetary systems. I attended and graduated Ripon College, uh, economics degree, uh, and I've owned and run businesses, some successful, some not, in uh, my lifetime. So I've had, uh, I'm 60 years old, so I've had a little seasoning.
1: <laughs> so, what did you present to the Wisconsin Group?
0: Well, I testified before the Wisconsin State Senate Committee on Elections. And there was a five-minute limit, which was fine, though. And my testimony, I focused on ERIC. ERIC is the Electronic Registration Information Center, uh, which is, we are finding out, a very corrupt nonprofit uh, founded by David Becker. He is the one who also found... The nonprofit called SEER, which is Eric backwards, it's C-E-I-R. SEER is the one that Zuckerberg funded for $82 million. So they, they are sister companies. Then what, when you dig deeper, uh, and this is where I, I could talk for hours, when you dig deeper into SEER, one of the directors is the former head administrator of the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Then the current Eric, that's the Eric that runs and uh, says they clean up the voter registration lists in, in roughly 26 states. Well, one of the directors of Eric is the, our current elections administrator, Megan Wolf. So, this begins this internal uh, connection between all these people. You'll see the same names popping up uh, across the country, but it's specifically about Eric. They're the ones who signed the agreements with the state secretary of states. In our state of Wisconsin, it happens to be the elections administrator uh, in a, a six-panel commission. So they signed an agreement, and then they give eric all our personal identifiable information that includes social security number birth date driver's license number phone sorry number, i want
1: to stop for a second you know, they who gives eric all of the information they who
0: our government our state governments who enter into this agreement with eric who eric writes the agreement they they write their attorneys write it And it tells the Secretary of States, and and again in Wisconsin, our Election Commission what they must do. So, okay, hold on. I'm going
1: to give me a second because I have covered Eric, so I'm somewhat familiar with Eric. What is the relationship between the DMV and Eric?
0: Well, the DMV um, has a contract with uh, typically with the Secretary of States for the very purpose uh to share driver's license information because what they're doing is they're using that information to uh confirm if a person is eligible to vote or not uh, the problem is they've been abusing it and this is where it eventually gets to china uh, uh, we've learned recently, because I have several lawsuits filed right now, one of them against Eric. So let's let's back up, though, is that the Secretary of State or the people who run the elections in your state, if they have a contract with Eric, they are mandated to give them that personally identifiable information, including your driver's license number, um, your photograph, your social security number. So then Eric takes that.
1: What okay, we so stop. Inter- I got it. So hold on before we move off of that. Okay. So I want to, because I'm going to interpret, I want to kind of bullet some point, something for our listeners. Your department of motor vehicle is supposed to determine the accuracy of your living residence. And that is to determine your eligibility to vote. The ERIC system is designed, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've got this, is designed to, in, in good faith, communicate changes in the voter records based on people's place of residence to in, in, to ensure proper eligibility. Did I get that correct?
0: That's correct. And if, if it's done but with by honest people, it, it would be a good system. But... We've got corrupt people running it. That's the problem.
1: So what's happened? We we have ERIC in Maryland. So we're one of, I think it's 33 states that participate in ERIC. Now, some have withdrawn since this came to light about ERIC and the corruption in their system, (laughs) allegedly. That could be... Improperly uh, affecting the voter rolls, so I just wanted to, to kind of encapsulate that for the voters in okay, the listeners. So, say again where you were going with that. I'm sorry, Peter.
0: No, that's fine. Um, and it, I don't use the word allege. I'm using that they are committing felony crimes. And let me let me explain. Is that the information that the uh election officials of your state who belong to eric they obtain that from the social security administration the dmv and uh they can they can look into the social services depending on the agreement and they can collect all that very personal private information of yours and they won't show you exactly what information they're collecting and then our state governments give it to eric now here's the big problem when Eric gets that information. According to court discovery in a court of law in the state of Wisconsin, Eric admitted they're giving it our personal uh, identifiable information. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, I haven't had my coffee yet. (laughs) is They're giving it to SEER. You can't do that. That's illegal. There is no contractual legal agreement. between our state governments and SEER. And actually, they admitted to a third company called Everyone Counts out of La Jolla, California. Okay, so these people are no, giving, Eric- No, I think Eric it's meant to
1: be every- Everyone Counts Twice.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So these, these, uh, this Eric is giving uh, our most private information without us knowing it until we went through this lawsuit, which is still going on, by the way. And then we also uh, obtained from other volunteer groups across the country, uh, internal emails of Eric, all right? I, I put them on my Twitter, it's at Peter Berninger uh, on, on uh, Twitter and I publish these and those emails show that they're talking between Eric and Sear exactly about EBU's which are eligible but unregistered adults of a particular uh, state. And that's exactly what they're doing, is they're obtaining this information for free, then they're using it to identify who's not yet registered. And what they're looking for is liberals and Democrats who are not registered, and they take and create a list at SEER.
1: So is that that illegal to look for who's unregistered and try and register them?
0: No, well, I'm getting to that point, but it's illegal for Eric to give anybody our PII.
1: No, I got that. And I just want to bring to everybody's attention, CEIR is based out of Washington, D.C. It's the Center for Election Innovation and Research, and it was funded substantially by Zuckerberg, otherwise known as ZuckerBucks. So Zuckerbox, Zuckerbox uh, we know, and my father has spoken about it uh, in Maryland, has, has influenced the elections here. At what point does this, does this cross over, Peter, into election interference?
0: Well, well, that's where I'm getting to, is that, um, uh, first, though, Eric, when they give out that PII to, to anybody, They have no authority to do that, and that's a state and federal crime. Okay, but now when they they give the information to like SEER, SEER processes it and looks for the Democrats that are unregistered in the state, and they send that, they develop a a list, they send it back to ERIC, ERIC sends it back to the Secretary of State or the Election Commission, and the Election Commission per the agreement that Eric wrote and had the state sign, they now have to spend taxpayers dollars to send out mailing postcards attempting to get those people to register to vote okay so hold on one second so let me inter-
1: interject here and I've got I've got Peter Husey in the room who's uh, chomping at the bit to say something so uh, but what I want to say about that is, That effectively is like campaign dollars on the taxpayer dole. Make sense? Yes. So now they're funding their campaign efforts to identify and serve a particular party for a particular agenda for a particular outcome on our dime. Oh, hell no. All right, on that note, Peter Berneger, hold on a minute. Peter Husey is with me. Peter's a an expert on China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, South Korea, and, and everything in between. And so, Peter, what have you got to say about this?
2: Well, Peter, welcome. I uh, listened to your testimony. I wrote an essay just a couple weeks ago, and I said a lot of people have unstated assumptions that they don't tell you about when they do things and it's not a question of fact it's a question of what do they assume is, is the truth like if you assume the only problem with the middle east is we need to give the palestinians a state and then the only issue is how much do we beat up on israel to make concessions what you, what what what's missing a little bit from what you're saying is Americans like to know why are somebody doing something and when the explanation is very simple they go "Oh, I understand what the Democrats did was very clever they used financial resources of the state that are required to clean up the voting rolls and take out dead people and people who have moved they said. Well, this is a great way to identify Democratic liberal voters and we can get them registered because that's the biggest part of the electorate that doesn't vote for us are unregistered voters. It's also true for Republicans. And so it's a very clever way. But guess what? They hid it from us. They didn't say that that was the upfront issue in bold letters and saying, yeah, we're going to register our voters. So what you discovered was they're using, as Jennifer said, tax dollars to basically campaign there's nothing wrong with identifying unregistered voters and go get them but you should do that with your own campaign organization not with the state of wisconsin which is meant to be nonpartisan.
1: well and i would say that zucker was absolutely, exactly. absolutely absolutely influenced the election that's election in- well, that's interference what the, the, oh, absolutely okay peter berniger what are your thoughts about what husey just said
0: well, I agree. I've actually tweeted those uh, thoughts, so I, I concur, um, and uh, you can read more on my Twitter, but you're limited to five minutes, as I said, on the Senate testimony. Um, and But that's exactly what is happening, is that they found a way around the, the system, and that's why I do call them corrupt, because they're stealing our information, uh, they're getting it for free. Uh, if I have to get that information, first off, the state won't even give it to me because they won't give me citizens' social security numbers. But if I buy the baseline uh, list of names, addresses, and so forth, I have to pay twelve thousand five hundred dollars for that list. Okay,
1: so okay, let me let me, let me interject something yeah. here. Let me interject something. So the social security number being required by eric but we don't have to have a voter id so in other words they can require our social security number for what purpose for what purpose to to make sure that they have unique individuals is that the purpose <laughs>
0: Um, I think it's because, uh, uh, at least theoretically, because of people with the same names, yeah. so they can differentiate between the two of them.
1: Got it. Well, you know what? Our phone number does that purpose, too, because BG&E always requires my phone number. (laughs) So they don't have to have my Social Security number. And if they do, it's for billing purposes only. And I'm not paying for my vote. So I think there's something to be said about this notion of the Social Security number. Uh, And we're coming up on a break, so I want you guys to stand by. But I want to pose this to you. We'll contemplate it over the break. What the connection is then between CEIR, Zuckerberg's election interference campaign dollars on the taxpayer dole or dime and China storing our information and what type of national security risk is that? We're going to take a quick break. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now and we'll be right back.
0: Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com.
1: Welcome back to the Jen Charlton Show. I have with me today Peter Berniger calling in from Wisconsin, who's been heroic on the front of election fraud in in the Wisconsin area and beyond, and Peter Husey, who's an expert on China. And I want to connect the dots now between the, the notion that our social security numbers are now in China and I'm going to throw this to Peter Husey uh, but before I do Peter Berniger, can you please this is confusing Peter and Peter pumpkin eater um, Berniger, can you tell us why is it so critical to what uh, to to deal with our social security numbers are in China why does that bother you I mean I I get it but what is the legalities around it, or the national security issue, from your perspective? And then we'll toss it to Husey.
0: Well, first, uh, our uh, social security numbers uh, arrived in China illegally, uh, as I explained earlier. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, they could do uh, begin doing all kinds of nefarious things, even behind the scenes, where, uh, say, on the internet traffic, you only see about. You can see about 5% of what's on the internet. So the other 95%, you don't know what's happening because you can't see it. And uh, what they could be doing is they'd be be investigating you, they could leading it on to blackmail, Uh, they could see, uh, uh, open up uh, uh, bank accounts in your name, or they could give it to other bad actors around the world in Nigeria or Pakistan or something and and uh, have those people just cause mayhem because they have access to your social security number and this could very well be leading to uh, identity thefts of people and you know forced foreclosures on their homes you you know it's, it's a possibility because that information is out there now
1: so that's a lot of that if people haven't heard the term dark web that's where a lot of that nastiness takes place peter husey what are you what are your thoughts about china and let's maybe shift to a minute where we talk about the impact of our elections and see ultimately one question i have is did china interfere interject manipulate our election did we have outside actors in, insert themselves in our election? Or were we just shifting stuff over to them and they said, okie doke, I'll take it, but they didn't actually act. In our election process, because if they did and we had international interference in the election process, there's a whole thing that kicks in with an executive order that is still active today. Biden just renewed it that Trump put in place that said if there's outside interference, a lot of steps get put into place, including military. So uh, your thoughts, Peter?
2: Well, a number of years ago, two Chinese colonels decided to write a paper called Unrestricted Warfare. And what they basically said, we're at war with the United States and we're at war information-wise, chemical and biological warfare, military, conventional warfare, nuclear warfare, uh, politics, and particularly economics.
1: What was that paper called? It's was
2: called Unrestricted Warfare. It okay. be- got published on the Internet. was an enormous Uh, impact on the Americans because we said these guys are serious because it's warfare all the time 24-7, 365. Why is that important? You have to understand they want to destroy America as the top political, military, and economic country in the world. Then they're deadly serious about this. Information warfare is what they've been doing for years. Remember they told us that, yes, China's increasing its growth and militarily, but it's called peaceful rise. And we bought it. And everybody wanted to trade with China or didn't want it. you know, people who think that, oh, no, communism isn't an issue anymore. Uh, the Cold War's over. Uh, and they basically bought into, gave China free uh, status as uh, a part of the uh, International Trade Organization. And they became to, s- took 8 million net manufacturing jobs out of the United States. And finally, we now have figured out This is a very dangerous business because, number one, Chet Nagel, who founded the Committee on the Present Danger in 1975, and who's now created the Committee on the Present Danger-China, which is now an organization. China is losing over a million people a uh, a year. They're $10 trillion in debt, which is not their national debt. It's internal. And they're engaging in deflation exports are down imports are down you see the news finally people are woke up and said well wait a minute china is not a good bet it's a huge risk why in the name of god then does china want social security numbers and all this information number one they sell it to gangs as peter pointed out who want to scam you on the internet i've gotten calls from the fbi saying peter do you know that china is trying to take $400 out of your bank account, and they've tried 6,000 times in the last 30 days, and the bank keeps saying, no, 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 change your password on your bank account. I know that because I'm a critic of China, and all of us who are critics here in America, we get beat up on by China all the time. They go after our credit cards, they go after our bank account. Now, if you give them my social security number and all my private information, it's on a server in China which they can access that's called a big oops, even if it's inadvertent. It's stupid. It's also, uh, I would think, to be, uh, you don't want this happen. I would think it would be uh, criminal, it, 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 even if it's just, you're stupid. Why did you, oh, it's a cheaper server. Well, you don't give it to people. Remember, China stole well, stupid is not millions, a defense. If you no, break no, the law, but, you break the law. True. Can, yeah. But it could be totally innocent. On the other hand, OPM did not give all that information to China. They stole it.
1: Okay, Tens so of
2: on. millions of information about people who worked currently for the government or used to work for the government. And my view is we should unhook ourselves from China. That's the point here. All right, that hold Peter's that making thought. this, know, too. Yeah,
1: I know where you're going with that. We're going to talk about that in a second. So, uh, Peter Berninger, what is your thought? Is it an Oops. Or was it intentional, and for what end did they give China our Social Security numbers? Are Here's the question I have. Is Eric in bed with China, and therefore Eric is an international bad actor operating inside U.S. against us? Where Where are they based out of, first of all? Where's Eric based?
0: Well, that's that's a big problem, Eric. They list a, a physical address in Washington, D.C., but the Secretary of State of Alabama went to it, and all it is is one of those virtual offices where there's a exactly. receptions there for 800 other companies. Yep. So they don't have a physical office. When that news story broke, uh, and the Gateway Pundit, by chance, is uh, Eric uh, Shane Hamlin, the executive director, uh uh, spoke out and said of course we don't have we're saving costs, and and we don't course we don't have a physical address well what it is Eric this is even more telling Eric has Shane Hanlon the executive director Erica Haas is the systems engineer and Sarah Witt who lives in Madison Wisconsin Eric has three employees all right, that's it. And they don't need more employees. I tell you why, because they're subbing out their work, uh their dirty work to SEER where they have the Catalyst database. It's probably the most sophisticated database ever invented by man. And the liberals pour tons of money into it. And it can tell you what you... And I'm not joking. It could tell you what you had for lunch yesterday, how much you tipped. Well, and, and that's and because it's the Facebook. They're probably
1: it. It's probably born out of Facebook so that Facebook has all that data. And so I want to go back. So hold on. So when we look at... Eric system based in Washington, using a bogus address and a virtual whatever. They are they acting nefariously against the U.S. Are they are they operators against us? If they are working in cahoots with China, are they working with China?
0: Uh, from our tr- internet tracing that we can see, and then the admissions in a court of law in Wisconsin. Yes.
1: In how do you how, what what facts what evidence do you have to that effect?
0: I have a public records lawsuit currently still pending against Eric directly in our state. They're subject subject to our public records laws. In the discovery, the written discovery, they admitted in a court of law in Wisconsin that uh, they are giving information to China. Our hey, personal. Why? But why? Secondly, we did the Internet tracing, and we specialize in that. Uh, We've got a group of 10 guys of us who are data analysts and IT experts, and we did Internet tracing, and that's what I spoke about in my testimony to the Wisconsin State Senate, that we traced them uh, communicating with their website, 700.com which is uh, a Chinese website, and owned by Peter Chu, C-H-O-O. And then Peter Chu is the Risk and Compliance Manager, according to LinkedIn, of Facebook.
1: Ah. In China or here? The intricate web we weave. I'm sorry, Peter Husey, what do you want to say?
2: Where is he head of Facebook, here or in China?
0: According to LinkedIn, his profile is, is here. He is the risk and compliance manager for Facebook here in the United States. And he's the one who owns the domain of that Chinese site that we have the IP addresses for going to Hong Kong uh, and Beijing. Okay.
2: That's the connection. Okay.
1: Okay. So it sounds like to me, if we tie all this up together in a nice, neat little bow, China is interfering in our elections. Is that a fair assumption?
0: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt, if they have all that information of ours, uh, and then you add in the whole Conic story, which has been well publicized, uh, being tied to run by a Chinese guy, you know, Eugene Chu, or yeah, whatever his and, and name I was. believe that
1: case was in in uh, L.A. with that corrupt uh, 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 states attorney or U.S. attorney out there, and he let them off the hook.
0: Correct. Correct. I want to touch real quick on Everyone Counts related to China out of La Jolla, California. They're tied into this. They popped up, uh, uh, oh, two years ago already, but uh, we could see them under the Internet tracing. Also, they're owned by, or at least partially owned by, a company in Australia. And, of course, who owns that company in Australia? The Chinese.
2: Wow. Chinese Communist Party or individuals in China
0: individuals but uh, frankly you know what's the difference
2: no 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 but just to be clear it's very true i mean i understand what you're saying uh you don't do anything in china without anything important without the permission of the ccp correct but they're the ones that run things
1: i think he's making a good point though to check your individuals in china involved with everyone counts and see if they have a connection to the ccp Directly in some leadership role. That would be helpful to know. I I think it's important to understand.
2: China does information warfare right up front. They're the ones who said, oh, no, no, peaceful rise. Don't worry. We're not doing anything bad. They're the ones propaganda, whether it's during our election time, it doesn't matter. It's 24-7, 365. What's even worse is you've got a guy like who runs uh, a big investment uh,
1: from BlackRock
2: Black in Wall Street, he's paid $110 million a year as a fee from the Chinese Communist Party and the government in order to push investments in China.
1: Hold on. He makes that money personally or personally? Th- into the company? No,
2: no, no. It's his personal. That's his paycheck just from the Chinese in order to both raise yeah. money in America that China uses internally. That's $2 trillion a year, plus money that is invested in China by stockholders, for example, every fireman, every policeman, every civilian employee in this state of Maryland has money taken out of their invest uh, paycheck and matched by the government to invest in. Guess what? Fifty billion dollars is a mutual funds series of mutual funds that invests, quote unquote, internationally. A lot of it's invested in China. Now the law says. They don't have to tell us what stocks are in that mutual fund. you got to dig for it. And when you dig for it, you said, why are we investing in Chinese companies that make military equipment, whether directed energy or EMP or nuclear weapons? We're taking civilian and military guys. Policemen and firemen taking their money, investing it in China through BlackRock, in companies that are military equipment makers that are going to use those weapons to kill our friends in Taiwan or South Korea or Japan or Americans if we come to the defense of Taiwan. Ask yourself, the risk in China today is huge. Look at the Wall Street Journal. They finally figured it out. China is losing a million people a a year. They're in a deflationary cycle. There's a huge risk. Anybody who has a fiduciary obligation to invest money wisely, particularly in pensions, is crazy to invest in China from a moral and ethical point of view. But even if China was a good country, I wouldn't invest there because of the risk. Well, and it yet, should be illegal. Yeah, That's I agree. a national
1: security risk.
2: I agree with you. That's because China is our number one enemy. As every military commander has said, from our strat commander to the head of our fleet in the Pacific, This is a very dangerous country, and we're playing like they're just, you know, like Puerto Rico. I mean, like uh, Honduras or something. And, Peter, I, I have to commend you for raising this issue because a lot of these groups were formed in the 1960s. And they were supposedly innocently, if people die, take them off the voter rolls. Notice how people oppose even that. And then... Yes, my generation, the baby boomers. I'm 72. We all grew up and got very clever, and they got clever to use the government structure for partisan political interests, which is what the deep state is all about. There is, is a very they're, they're clever. you've Got to admit to that. And boy, they go to the billionaires and get sucker bucks and all this kind of money. And yet, if you try to make a case. Uh, You're shut down, as Jennifer opened the remarks with, is, oh, you're uh, an election denier or you're a climate denier. I'll I'll give you one final example. When Fauci had to testify in court, do you know why they had to say ivermectin and all these other things don't work? Because the emergency degree said you cannot have any other treatment except for the vaccine. To justify the emergency rules that were put in place to get a vaccine very quickly and the multi tens of billions of dollars that went to the pharmaceutical industry, if they'd said, Yeah, ivermectin works, all of a sudden that emergent degree had to be taken away. Therefore, no mask mandate, no uh, social distance mandate. You couldn't shut down the schools. You couldn't shut down uh, businesses. So the entire, and Fauci let the cat out of the bag because in a court of law, he had to basically point out, Yes. We had to say all the things are not available to treat uh, COVID, only the vaccine. Therefore, all these emergency rules go into effect. And bingo, we shut the country down, destroy the economy, hurt kids to go now, what, two, three years behind in education. But no one I can't find on the, in the media any reference to, oh, that's why they did it.
1: Well, that's a whole nother show but one thing I just want to uh, but point it show at, you it does. how it, I, people
2: misuse the law sure. without telling the and American abuse, people what the deal is
1: and they abuse the government processes oh, and, and operations and so forth and our taxpayer dollars. Exactly. and to Peter's point there here's what I want to say about that we're going to cover this in a new in, in, in a show coming up very soon we will not comply. If they try to pull this crap again, we will not comply. Period. It's not complicated. I hope so. We will not comply. I've talked to thousands of people. We will not comply. Okay? So they're going to have a mess on their hands if they try to pull that nonsense again. Okay. I want to go to land grabs. I want to talk about China because, as we've said, Peter Berniger, elections have consequences. So they pull off what they did in 2020. They pulled it off again in 2022. They install who they think will serve their purposes, and some of them are Republicans, so it's not just Democrats who will play ball with them, and we know who they are. Miss Cheney got her butt ousted, so, <laughs> so uh, that, was, that was a wonderful day. Uh, but when you look at the land grabs that are going on in Ch- by Chinese around our military bases, um, Bill Gates is now the largest landowner in U.S. Let that sink in. I think most people know this now, but maybe you don't. Bill Gates has become a farmer. Now, why do you think that is? Because that man doesn't turn any soil. (laughs) so okay, I, I think he's an insult to the farming community be honest with you but he has grabbed our land and the chinese are grabbing our land in strategic strategic places first talk about china why are they grabbing land around our military bases peter well
2: it? it's a, a good way to spy on the bases and try to listen in to what's being said so That's why are they one.
1: allowed to we know well, that south dakota she's putting a kibosh on it
2: well because it happens and then people go wait a minute and why they doing this what's not illegal and then because really they use cutouts and they use shell companies so it doesn't become obvious why they're doing it but china is food poor believe it or not and so they're trying to gain access to agricultural land around the world in order to supply that for their own country that's the innocent explanation however they also are using it around military bases surprise surprise to be able to spy on those bases by listening
1: all right. Well, here's okay, what I think, and
2: that that is that's part of the deal. Now, Gates is doing this is pretty obvious.
1: Well, before he you go to, to Gates, get... hold on. Let want to comment that's on very China. Important. Uh... I understand we're going to cover it. Just <laughs> let me. Okay. Let me let me say something about China. It's not just that they're food insecure. The way you conquer people is you control their power and electricity. You control the food supply. What did they do to the the people in in, in I think it was World War Two, World War One? They starved them. No, I understand. You starve Jennifer, people into compliance. So in a globalist one world order kind of mentality, if they're trying to conquer us, they're going to go after our food supply. No, it doesn't. that the,
2: the, the amount is not enough. The problem is, I would rather we decide who we export our food to rather than to china because we got other friends that we would like to do business with they get the foreign they get the money i would much rather have american farmers farm the land and want to export it to course. england to somebody then the money comes back to america rather than goes to china so just from an economic point of view
1: but why, as a national security matter, why on earth would we ever sell our land to China?
2: Because we never figured it out this illegal. is what, what this is what they are doing. They so should now put we an figured it out. In,
1: moratorium on all sales of land well, to China, and, and that's it. Poof.
2: Well, take the biological weapon we found where Nevada, where they have this uh, biological research laboratory, which makes the most awful. Do you think COVID was bad? And it's sitting there, and it's like, how the heck did that happen? It's a China
1: biolab?
2: It's a Chinese-owned biolab where they do some rather nefarious stuff. But, again, I don't understand why why it's legal. Okay. Well,
1: it shouldn't be, but that's part of the elections have consequences it's, it's part of and you have corrupt people in up, office and allowing stuff. Catching
2: up going on that we think like, wait a minute, people go and kind of scratch their heads and go, what in the name of God are we doing? So we're playing catch up because China is at war with us four, six, 365, 24-7, and we're just figuring out, oh, there'll be a war, when they invade Taiwan. No, they're already there.
1: Okay, so on that note, we're coming to the top of the show. I've had Peter Husey here in studio. Always great, always spirited conversation. And Peter Berninger, your first time on my show, I thank you so much for calling in from Wisconsin and the work you're doing on elections up there. One, We have about a minute or so, Peter, for you to share what is going on across the country in your election work how does what's going on in wisconsin actually get rolled out across the country can you kind of tie that together for us
0: well i participate in national groups and share information and lately though i've been just going directly to the uh, public through the twitter and uh, our website and but let this sink in uh, jen is that Uh, There's still 26 states that belong uh, under a legal agreement to Eric, which basically Eric and the liberals and the Chinese are and have been inflating our voter rolls. So there's your there's election fraud right there.
1: Okay, well, there you have it it. Inflating voter rolls. Well, everybody, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Peter Husey. Thank you, Peter Berniger. And I appreciate you all listening. Please share this information. You can go to the WFMD. Uh, app. That's the best way to listen to us from wherever you are, but also to get access to all of our podcasts. This show will be up this afternoon. Please share it with whomever. And we also have a Rumble channel, The Jen Charlton Show. Have a great week, and I thank you so much for being here. We'll have you next Saturday morning right here at 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD.
0: Show your patriotism with a flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with a flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to usflagservice.com. That's usflagservice.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service, fly your flag for freedom.
1: When was the last time you had freshly made ice cream or candy? Sweeties on the Creek offers a wide selection of fresh, creamy ice cream made with natural flavors. Stop in for a new fun flavor or a classic yummy favorite perched on a freshly made waffle cone. Just in, Sweeties has a huge assortment of candy, including freshly made in-store delicious chocolates. Your young ones will love all the plush toys and fun gifts, too. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now.